0: Momentum. Helping men succeed in life. Hi,
1: and welcome to Momentum. It's stays here, and this week we begin a special three-part series on relationships with Wayne and Janet. This week we'll be speaking with Wayne. Next week we'll speak with Janet. And then in the final week we'll chat to them both together. Wayne is a normal, everyday Aussie bloke who's got a great story of redemption in his relationship. I sat down with Wayne to talk about his life and faith journey, his relationship, and him turning into someone he'd never thought he'd be. I started out by asking when, what his life was like growing up.
0: So yeah, I was born uh, in Victoria. Parents uh, to, a, a, we were a Christian family, uh, Baptists, so long history of Baptists in our family, all Christians, uncles, aunties, everybody. So yeah, grew up uh, down in, in Western Victoria, a place called Warnable. beautiful place on the, on the coast down there. And uh, we moved to, uh, Queensland when I was 13 years old all right. parents had uh, moved up or well, had come up here quite a few times uh, on holidays and decided they wanted to the change of life so we packed up the kids and family and we yeah. all moved to Queensland We were the, the only family that we had up here was us um, and started a new life on the Sunshine Coast yeah so yeah we moved to the Sunshine Coast grew up there had uh, you know a really great childhood. Um, my parents are really strong Christians, as I said. We we went to church morning and night on a Sunday. Uh, parents were heavily involved in the church. Mum ran the girls' brigade. Mum and dad ran the youth. Uh, dad was a treasurer at the church. Um, I think he was a deacon as well. So you know, heavily involved and, and grew up with that sort of Christian life uh, as a teenager. You know, all my all my life there. Uh, on the Sunshine Coast. And then, uh, you know, started working after s- finished school, started working, uh, worked in retail and then in retail management. Um, and then with that type of job, you end up being transferred. So I left the Sunshine Coast, uh, moved down to Northern New South Wales. So when you
1: say Northern New South Wales, what do you mean?
0: Uh, Lismore. Oh, Lismore, right? Lismore, okay. Lismore, Lismore, okay. Lismore, Lismore New, Northern New South Wales. Yes. so met my first wife. Right. Um, there. Was and she
1: in Lismore as well?
0: Yes, ah, cool. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, yeah, we, we really clicked and uh, fell in love. And um, at that stage, I'd sort of walked away for a little bit of church. I wasn't really practicing Christian, I don't believe. I, was, I wasn't I was going to church much. And not long after we did get married, we moved back to uh, the Sunshine Coast, which is where I was right. from. And yeah. my wife also, um, she was searching, I think, as well, and decided to become a Christian as well. Oh, cool. So 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 we did then get back into it and um you know attending church and everything um and then along came our our daughters um, two daughters um you know life was pretty good so we'd been married for about i don't know it was probably about 13 14 years at that stage and um and my wife said to me that she felt like she was interested in relationships with women and not so much men Wow. which was a bit of a shock, I suppose, at first.
1: What about your, your self-esteem? Was there, did it damage your self-esteem in going through that? Not time? at that stage, no? it didn't, okay. no.
0: Um, so this went on for a couple of years, I suppose, and then um, she eventually then found a partner um, and we did eventually split up. That was really, really hard. When we did split up, I found that really difficult um, because I did love her, you know, yes. I really did yes. love her. and um but i could see she was tormented with this and um was was difficult um but yeah i sort of had to let that go so we we didn't yeah we did split up um and i i moved out of the family home at the time tried to reconcile the marriage but it didn't work um she then yeah said no i am uh, you know gay i'm a lesbian i I, you know i don't love you uh we sort of had a fairly okay relationship where we we would Bring the girls backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And, um, you know, when we, I'd had 50% custody with my daughters, so we'd we'd, um, swap them over at the end of each week. Um, Because that's so
1: important to maintain the relationship with your kids, even going through that, isn't it? It is. There's so many men who would be listening to this and they say, wow, you know, it's so fortunate that Wayne was able to retain the relationship with his kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's really
0: cool. You were able to do that. Yeah, and and it did sort of up until a, a certain time. It was it was okay. It wasn't ever great, yes. but it was it was okay. Um, I was in a church, a really great church here in the Gold Coast at the time, and um, one of the a, a guy I got to know, an elderly guy, um, sort of said to me, Wayne, it's about time. I think you went and found a new wife. He could see I was. You know, yeah. I needed that, I suppose, and was ready. I, I guess it was a couple of years. Well, so how did you
1: take that? that uh, back? I yeah, left. I really trusted him. He was yeah. a great
0: mentor. I'd spent yeah. some time with him, you know, yeah. and, and sort of felt, um, yeah, you know, enjoyed his company and his wisdom. So, yeah, I, yeah. So cool. And it wasn't yeah. as if I said, "All right, well, now I'm going out." I just listened, and then I isn't
1: it so important that men have around them? men that they can trust yes and i mean it's a key thing in terms of men's ministry and men doing life and going through struggles in life that they have not even mentors but just good mates that they can trust and they can be open with and be prepared to be accountable to Mm. in terms of how they live their lives so you obviously had this guy he was that for you which is really
0: cool yeah he was yeah yeah no he was lovely lovely guy Yes. He wasn't a
1: matchmaker, in no, no, on. he wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, he didn't run a business or another side. No, no, he just, he just, he just, um, you know, put into people's lives, I guess, which is yes. really good. So yes, that's great. Yeah. I was part of the stewards team, you know, the people that put people in the seats at church. Oh, right. Okay. I yes. joined. I joined yeah. that because I wanted to be involved, and you know, I was really loving the church I was in, and I noticed this lady. Um, this is a few months later. I noticed this lady come at church, and she seemed to come more at night than the day, but. She was actually um, a different person. I wasn't sure who it was. Um, Sometimes she'd come dressed in all black, you know, like like a waitress black, or um, and then other times she'd come in really. You know well dressed up as if she's you know off to the races almost, you know, all, all really beautiful and nice dresses and high heels and all that. And then other yeah. times she'd come a bit casual, like she'd just come off the beach. And yeah, and I was actually confused, I didn't know it was the same person. And I asked a few people, I asked another friend, you know, do you know who that lady is, that blonde lady that I pointed to her? And he said, No, no, I think she's new, you know. And um, so I was just, I guess, intrigued by her, um, her look and her. Um, different looks that she yes. seemed uh, I, I realised it was the same person but yeah. because she had all these different looks I wasn't sure and I was a bit nervous to sort of say good to her, and I think one night um, I was packing up out in the front car park and we had a resources table out the front there and she was looking at some resources some I don't know books and tapes and things and um and uh i just said g'day to her that was as, as much as <laughs> much as i could do you know yeah, i was yeah. uh, a bit nervous so yeah. i said oh g'day and, and to be honest i don't i think janet uh, who's my wife now said um uh, i can't remember you saying that so there you go yeah, for me yeah. it was a big deal with her yeah, it was yeah. nothing yeah. Um, and then a friend of mine invited me over for dinner one night and i had my girls that week with me uh, being a, a single dad yes um and I didn't want to go, I was toing and froing, backwards and forwards, should I go or should I go? And in the end, I decided, oh look, why not, you know, it was a bit of a God battle. I f- I f- in the end, I know it was God telling me, you should go. Um, but I just didn't want to be around couples, yeah, when you're single, no, I, I think, you just don't Yes, you don't fit in. You don't yeah. fit in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I decided to go, I packed my girls up and we went, went to this uh, Blake's place and as we're walking up the stairs, we got to the top of the stairs. And uh, lo and behold is this woman I'd been eyeing off at church yeah, was yeah. there at this friend's house. Wow. Wow. Little did I know she actually was sort of related to them. Oh, really? So, okay. And, yeah. um, and it, hence this lady was my future wife at the time yeah. that I didn't know, Janet. Yeah. And um, so we, we met to G'day. He invited me over to watch the AFL. It was Collingwood versus uh, the Brisbane Lions. I think you even that You remember night. the game? That's I remember pretty, the game. <laughs> <pretty>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we watched the game, and um, my daughters were playing. And then Janet, uh, my my future wife, then played table tennis downstairs with my daughters. They clicked, uh, and cool. and I guess the rest is history. Yes. You know, it, um, we went on dates and everything after that, and. Um, fell in love and got married about 10 months later.
1: Wow, that's pretty quick actually. Pretty quick, yeah. pretty quick, pretty quick. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So um, here you were newly married uh, in a new relationship, um, attending church. What happened after that? How did that sort of fall apart or what were the drivers in that space?
0: Yeah, um, Yeah. look, we, we, we got married, uh, went on a honeymoon, uh, came back and moved into a new home. Um, and probably within the first month, things just didn't, didn't seem right. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I guess I felt like before we got married, I'd sorted out a lot of my issues that I had from a previous marriage. I right. went and got some counseling, you know, obviously sure. dealing with a wife who'd become a lesbian and, and you know, at the time back then, when my wife was a lesbian, we brought a lot of pornography into the house, oh, lesbian yeah. pornography especially. Um, so you know, there's a lot of ties that come with yes, that. And yes. so I did a course and broke a lot of that off. So right. I felt like I was right and healed, yes. etc. But I think what I hadn't dealt with was that deeper pain that was inside. Yes. Yes. During that time when uh, my ex wife and I split up was the during the GFC. Oh, right. So we'd had some investments, uh, we had a property, uh, and I, you know, I had some poor advice from a financial planner at the time, and it cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and I guess that really was eating away at me. Yes. Uh, and then the other part that was probably hurting me also just as much was the fact I couldn't have my two daughters with me all the time.
1: Yes. Yes. Because that's a painful situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was very, very close to both of them. Um, You know, a lot of people say I'm a great dad. You know, my my wife now, Janet, just thinks I'm a remarkable dad to my daughters, Um, and that really hurt a lot Mm. to not have them all the time.
1: You're listening to Momentum. This is Des here, and we're continuing our chat with Wayne. We pick up the interview just as Wayne had begun a new life and marriage with Janet.
0: As I got married to Janet, my ex-wife, our relationship got worse. There Ah, was whether it was a jealousy from her or not. I'm not sure, but. There just there just wasn't the relationship it was, Uh, and it was very difficult. Difficult for Janet, my new wife, as well,
1: and difficult for the girls. I'm sure too. Difficult
0: for them as well. And look, at times I felt sort of stuck in the middle of it all, and I didn't know what to do. And yeah, so then you know, as we got married, um, you know, Janet, my new wife, um, you know, she could tell that I was suffering i guess and she wanted to talk about that yes yes <laughs> and i suppose this is the other big thing the difference of uh, one wife to the other my first wife really we didn't talk okay. uh, we didn't communicate all yes. right um i guess in theory we we're almost like two blokes we'd sit there uh, on the right. couch talk about our job uh, our day at work what we're doing with the kids that day or that weekend and we were going on holidays and watch tv and go to sleep yes that was pretty much our life we didn't talk deep about anything yes you know yes but my new wife was the complete opposite she she was very um intimate in her talking wanted to wanted to get you know, things sorted, yes. uh, wanted to talk things out. Yes. And I guess I'm a bit of a, when there's hurts in my heart, I don't want to talk about it as yes. much. So, yes. so I sort of rejected my first wife wanting to help me and pushed her away. And then the more I do that, um, the more I'd get angry yes. and because the hurts I hadn't dealt with yes. were, were coming out and I didn't like it. Yes. So that caused a lot of um, yeah anger in me, yeah. which swelled up to then be abused back to my new wife, who was wow. just really trying to help. Yeah. Um, so how
1: did that how did that play out? What did that look like for you?
0: Yeah. So look, for me, um, I, I abused her verbally nearly every day, or you know, if not every day, every second or third day, to be honest. Yeah. Where to get away from the pain i would call her names i would swear at her you know yeah. I, I'm, I'm at church raising my hands i'm a christian man and then at, at yeah. night the next day i'm yeah. swearing or abusing her and telling her to go away because yeah. i didn't want to deal with it yes um and she would always try and fix it you know it's yes. <laughs> what my wife is is the most tenacious never give up person i've ever met and um and she would just want to fix it. Yes. And she would want to fix it by talking and doing it. Because
1: that. she loved you so much. She loved me so much, yeah. you know,
0: and she could see the pain. But I didn't want to. So, yeah, I, I would I would, yeah, physically uh, abuse her by yelling at her, calling her names, saying the marriage was over, uh, calling her nutbag, you know, mental case, all these types of terrible wow. phrases just to get rid of her from talking. Yes. And then what I would do is say the marriage is over, I pack my bags and I'd drive off and I'd go for days. And all this while I'm working and yeah, no one at work knew what yeah. I was doing. Uh, kept it all quiet. So
1: was it, was it um, in terms of what you thought about your marriage, did you think at all about what the, it was, the impact it was having on her? Um, or were you so focused on your anger and your frustration? And...
0: I would feel the impact on her hours or days later, yeah. not at the time. Ah, okay. Okay. It's like you're in this rage and all you want to do is get rid of the pain. The only way to do it is blurb it out and run.
1: What advice would you give men in that space?
0: As you're doing it, what I learned earlier on is that I didn't know how to control it. Yes. So if you are in that particular and you are, you know, what I sort of, you know, and I've helped some men recently is if you get to that point, that is not acceptable.
1: Yes. That's you know,
0: good. And it's understanding that you are never to yell at any person, mm. you know, you're never to yell and swear and carry on and raise your hands, you know, I never, I never ever intentionally hit my wife, mm. but I would push her away mm. because she would want to come near me to help me and that. And I would push her. So I'd grab, you know, I've never punch her, but my, my hand would push her away. Yeah. And to the point where sometimes I pushed her and she would, she would fall over. Wow. You know, so yeah. was it physical? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, was there punching and hitting her? No, never. But yeah. there was there was punching walls. Yes. It's understanding that it is not acceptable. Yes.
1: So what happened next in your story?
0: Um, yes. Yeah, so then, you know, <laughs> through lots of counselling. Um, but w- w- you know, I'd come good, and a bit. We'd even had a few periods there where for six months it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, it was still there though. It was never fixed. Um, and, and we, you know, I'd do some of the things that we'd learned in counselling, but the problem is I never ever owned it was really my fault.
1: Ah, okay, that's, as, that's a key point. As good as
0: as good as good what some of the counselling was that we had, yes. uh, we'd quite often come out of those counselling, and yes, I'd hear the things that I needed to do, but I'd also hear the things that they'd tell my wife to do, yes. which there was some parts in it, and she'll yes. she'll probably talk about that, that there were some parts in it that, um, you know, she, she learnt to do differently as well, but you know i i was always well yeah i'll do my bit but she's got to do her yeah, bit and yeah, then when yeah. she doesn't I'll, you know yeah. so i really never owned what yeah. i had to do
1: the solution is actually really quite simple it's owning your stuff mm-hmm. and being held accountable for your stuff and and being committed to to not behaving that way
0: correct yeah yeah, yeah it is it is we have responsibility uh, as men, yes, um, you know, um, the, there's there's all these movements around about men and that, and you know, there's um, I think men we we are masculine, we're made that way, but we also need to have a soft side. Jesus yes. had a soft side. Yes, look at all the look at look at the way he touched so many women's lives in the yes. Bible. Yes, exactly. You know, um, yeah. and I think we need to acknowledge that. We need to understand what that means. We yeah. need to understand that soft side that we need to be for our wives. Yes what I've learnt with my wife now who's uh, an incredible um, lady who has got you know we we go to quite a big church and um, we're on the pastoral care team we're on the welcome team there Uh, we help with marriages but what I see with my wife is she's so soft and gentle she can the Holy Spirit works in her that she can there can be someone after a service you know just crying in the corner because it's really affected them and for some reason God puts it on her heart and she can just sense those people out and I go over and in two minutes after the service finish, here's my wife on her knees over there holding a woman who's bawling her eyes out about yeah, something, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've been given from God, this amazing, soft, gentle lady yeah. who, when I got to understand what that's like, has helped me so much in sure. my life. No, for sure. Um, and she never gave up. She, she got on her knees. Um, there's a great movie called The War Room. Yeah, it's um, a great movie. And uh, it's this woman who prays constantly and yeah. doesn't give up. And they could have written the book around, yeah. about my wife. Yeah. That's what she, she did. She never gave up on me.
1: What other advice would you give men?
0: Your marriage can be really good. Yes, um, it, it can be the best um, if you want to put in, and you've got yeah. to listen. You've got to understand your wife. It's really yes. simple stuff, but you've got to, like a car, you've got to get services all the time. That's you've got right. to do that with your marriage exactly. as well. So, I would say, yeah, you know, if you're not happy. Ask those questions, why, and go and seek help. Go and find somebody that's yes. you, you trust, you're yes. put together for a reason. God made you two for a reason. Mm. Figure mm. that out and go and do some work on it. This
1: is Momentum with Tim and Dez, and this week we've been speaking with Wayne. Tune in next week as we get a different perspective from Wayne's wife, Janet, on Momentum, the show that's helping men succeed
0: in life. For more information, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org.